Graduation is a sweet occasion, but finding the perfect gift can be a bitter struggle. MMS.com has a solution. Personalized M&Ms. Just imagine the look on your grad's face when they receive a custom candy creation featuring their school's colors, name, and even their photo printed right on some M&Ms. It's a thoughtful way to celebrate their accomplishments and make the occasion even more special. Visit MMS.com to create your own personalized gifts and party favors for graduations, weddings, birthdays, and more. That's MMS.com. Use code WONDERY to receive 15% off your next order. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Greetings, pod monkeys. It's the Nerdist Podcast number 327. I'd like to thank Carbonite for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. It's online backup. I know, you're probably like, hey, why should I back up my stuff at all? Uh, well, because you'll lose it because computers die. I'm sorry, Timmy. All computers die. And there is no computer heaven. Or is there? You could back it up to the cloud. That's like heaven, and it's a cloud! That's a traditional view of what heaven is. So maybe your files can live on somewhere, but you really have to be protected. Uh, and Carbonite is online, off-site, in the cloud backup. And they're just automatically backed up, continually backed up, runs in the background, doesn't get in your way. And then when your computer eats itself and then takes a crap on your desk, then you get all your files back. They're kept securely. It's super easy to restore them. It's your better backup plan for home and small business, Carbonite. Plan starts just $59 a year. Start your free trial today at Carbonite.com with the offer code NERDIST. And get two bonus months with purchase. That is Carbonite.com. Enter the promo code NERDIST. Uh, I'm going to be on the road a lot doing stand-ups. And soon, as soon as Talking Dead and um, as soon as Talking Dead stops, uh, well, it's live, but I guess we tape it. And, uh, and the BBC show, which premieres March 30th, I will be on the road doing dates around the country. Oh, places like uh, uh, New York and Portland and, and uh, Madison, Wisconsin and Denver. Oh, these are fun. We're doing a live podcast uh, March 15th in Grand Rapids for Gilda's Laugh Fest. And then we're doing March 29th in Anaheim, California, a Nerdist Podcast Live uh, during WonderCon. So those are two podcasts. The rest are me doing stand-up, all new stuff, uh, not the same stuff if you saw the Mandroid special. And uh, so come out. Nerdist.com slash calendar is how you would find information for that or all of those, um, just in case you want to go to every show. This episode is uh, our dear old friend Nick Kroll, whose show, The Kroll Show, is on Comedy Central. Actually, I think it's just Kroll Show, not The. It does make a difference. I mean, if we're being picky about it, it really does. It's Kroll Show, and it's Wednesdays on Comedy Central, 10.30, 9 Central Time. Um, so watch it, because Nick is a lovely and absolutely hilarious, and this is a really fun podcast. Jonah wasn't here. He was in Boston taping his half-hour Comedy Central special, so throw him a congratulations for taping his half-hour special. Haven't heard about it. I haven't, I haven't talked to him, because just, he just taped it, but, but I have a feeling it went pretty well, because he's funny. So uh, here we go, Nerds Podcast number 327 with Nick Crawl. I like how I get louder right at the end. Ending the thought. Now entering 
nerdist.com. Nick Kroll and uh, Matt Myra are talking about watching The Notebook. We're trying to figure out which movie Nick interrupted. I, I remember it being very bad. Uh-huh. It was me, Eugene, Joe, Mandy, Doug, and it was... So it was like the first weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was. How can I not remember? I just remember it not being good. Um, uh, it's good no- I, didn't, I never saw The Notebook. It's tough. Well, I The, notebook's, the, the notebook. notebook's not great. Uh, it's not? No, no, it's not. How do you feel about a long-haired gosling? Well, I mean, I enjoy. He's very. It sounds like an animal, the pet that you could buy. I got one of these long-haired goslings. They're a little. I just vicious. fuck it all yeah. day long. <laughs> <laughs> we have bred an animal that you can sleep with. They actually preferred closed spaces. Gosling, they don't yeah. need to be outside. It's a long-haired gosling. Um, it's basically it's like tough, a dog with yeah, abs. Yeah, and it's sensitive, but yeah. also tough. Yeah. It's like good. it'll throw you around, but just the right amount. It's exactly. one of those dogs with obviously human eyes. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a, it throws you around in a sexy yeah. way, not in a threatening, aggressive yeah. way. And the eyes are slightly uneven. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's something that's attractive about that somehow. Yeah. Are you listening, Mila Kunis? Because oh, it th- throws you off a little bit. <laughs> but oh, I, I, I was, uh, I was watching through the window in the in the lobby here. Was uh, they were showing Karate Kid, and even just without sound, I'm like oh, I love the original Karate Kid. Did you identify with it? Of course I did. With Daniel, who didn't? What do, what dorky kid didn't identify with? Well, that for me it was yeah. I identified with the skeleton guys. <laughs> yeah, Billy Zabka. Yeah, I was a big bully as a kid. <laughs> and you were so for you the movie was a tragedy. It was a tra- yeah exactly. <laughs> it was a hero's journey until about mm, I don't know near the end. Well, you know what was it okay? The interesting thing for me about Karate Kid was that you you. The movie was fun and it was satisfying and the crane kick and everything, mm. but you it wasn't until part two where you finally got to see the satisfying conflict between Miyagi and Kreese. Yes, uh, well, like, you didn't. That should have happened in the first movie, but they didn't. Is Miyagi? They had yes. to save it. They had to save it. They had to save. Did they know? Do you think they knew they were going into two? But it wasn't even that satisfying. I don't think they did because I don't know if they expected that. That was before the movie Sequel. industry was like. All right, we're going to make three of everything. Right. It just happened to be a huge hit, so of course they made a sequel. We got to lock down Machio for a three picture <laughs> deal. No, it's never going to go past one. If Who's you can get go him out of his crossroads movie? contract, I don't know. I, I Make him play guitar to get out of it. I tested for a show like a f- three or four years ago, and the room was I tested for it once, and they didn't like any of us, and they brought me back the next week. It was me, uh, Rob Benedict, and one other guy was like, you know, a TV guy was like always sort of in the mix for stuff. The other three people were uh, Fred Savage, uh, Chris Kattan, and Ralph Macchio. Oh my gosh! Wow. So it, and Ralph is in his fifties now, probably, and he just looks like a slightly underslept twenty-eight year old. Yeah, he really, <laughs> he really looks good. He looks amazing, just a little tired. Yeah, yeah. and that's it. Because he was old. He was he was a bit older than Daniel in the movie, right? And that was the thing about him is that yeah. Yeah. Well, he was like, I was asking, I was like, well, where do you, he lives in Long Island? And he was like, I come out here for gigs, and he had flown out for this particular test, and he was like, yeah, I've, I only lived in L.A. for a brief moment. He's like, I won a contest to be the new kid on 8 is Enough. Whoa. <laughs> in the last season of 8 is Enough, when they were like, Ugh. 
New Oliver, you know what I mean, or yeah. whatever. They needed something. So <laughs> turns out eight isn't that. enough. We need nine. Yeah, nine isn't enough. Eight <laughs> is not enough. Yeah, we need another kid. How about a weird Italian kid from Long Island? He does know. not belong with his white bread family. They found him under a pasta shelf. <laughs> Dick Van Patten. I don't know. I'm talking ends. about Dick Van Patten. It yes. always ends though. Dick Van Patten. Dick That's Van how the song Van always ends. I think it'd be really cool if they did. <laughs> I think Eight Is Enough could be this consistently recursive immortal family where Dick Van Patten begins to Benjamin Button and then starts to age backwards, <laughs> and they all just kind of keep going. And they back keep and forth. Kids. It's a, back it's a, and it's forth. The ebb and flow, the tides coming <laughs> and in and out. In the moon it's sort of an it. allegory for nature yeah, and, and uh, the renewal of the planet. And uh, I believe that. I'll give you thirteen. And then, so <laughs> then he said, "Machu." Never said heard those he... words before. <laughs> All right, I'll give you thirteen. Never heard those words. Thirteen is enough. <laughs> thirteen is exactly. Uh, and they. So then he was like, and then I shot the outsiders. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! He's like, I did this movie called The Outsiders. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm so that little, that. Yeah. Uh, and then he basically did that, and then like moved back to Long Island, and like came out when Jobs came up. I uh, I think that'd be really cool to take an old property like like this is the, yeah. I like to do the crazy billionaire game. Okay, go okay, ahead. Crazy billionaire game. I would take a property like A is enough, mm-hmm. and then do and then take it, but then make it like supernatural. Like do some sort of a weird. Just take old properties Here's and the throw thing them into a different with genre. Crazy billionaires. They never they're always doing like things that are pretty cool. Like the guy who wants to build the Titanic. He wants to build Titanic the Titanic two. Titanic two. Really? Australian yeah, by billionaire. 2016, right? Yeah, it's coming pretty soon. Really? Uh, yeah. He's building an exact replica of the Titanic. Did he see Titanic one? <laughs> no. <laughs> this one ends his, yeah. he never got the third reel because he has a projector and he's of course, like, Of course, because he's a maniac billionaire. It's fine. It's fine. I get I it, I get it. It's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. I gotta build this. I get it. It's a love story, class thing. I gotta turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you really probably want to watch the last ten minutes. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is fine. No, no, no. I'm Australian, but I got that New York accent guy coming in and I gotta finish it off. I bought this I bought a new tongue and now I talk like this uh, I bought Pacino's tongue <laughs> I'm a billionaire what are you gonna do they but cut to Pacino what... cut to Pacino and yeah. like Devil's Advocate 2 yeah. uh Hey everybody, where's where's the devil all at these days? Oh, I'm the devil now, am I? What, we, what we need is some somebody like Warren Buffett, perhaps. Maybe he just has a contest one year where he's like, "Hey, this year at Comic Con, you write an essay about what you do with my money, and if it's crazy enough, you win it all." And if it's sort of like in Benjamin Button's "Eight Is Enough" thing, <laughs> then we're then okay. We're no, okay. not win it all. Instead of malaria charities, I'll give it to you. Boy, that'd be fun if you just if you just had like an extra million dollars, then you could be like. Any crazy idea, I will do it. Do you know w- how far a million dollars goes now? Not very. Far enough that if you had a dumb idea that you could still do something with a million now, dollars. I, I just mm. want to clarify, too. Are you saying to use that money to develop a show or to actually create a... Just a weird whatever. Okay. If someone's like, I want a helicopter shaped like a gorilla, then you, you would make do a gorilla that with a helicopter. Dollars. Okay, fine. So but whatever the amount of money is... You could do a gorilla shaped like a helicopter. <laughs> yes. I think, right? Yes, but it can't fly. Basically yes. just... 
just shove a fan into a gorilla's back. <laughs> Call it a day. Done. And then just use the rest of the money for like legal fees against the ASPCA. <laughs> That's where they get you. It's not. Yeah. Uh, here's what you have to understand: the making of the gorilla copter is surprisingly inexpensive and easy. It's, like but it. then there's the litig- There's it's all the, the, the legal fees. It's the litigation. That'll, we've That's become such a litigious and country. Peter comes after you. That you can't just make. You can't just turn animals into vehicles like the old. <laughs> You're like ethical. Ethical treatment. You know what's not ethical? Leaving this gorilla on the ground. <laughs> you know. You just. All oh, you what do I have do? to do? Give up my cheetah cycle now? <laughs> And all you do in, in the trial is just cite the Flintstones as evidence. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, these, an- these animals were mostly happy, but they had jobs. Yeah. They were excited to get a salary. <laughs> it's a living. Is that what he said? Well, it's that's a, what they said a number of times. It's right? a living or, or you think you've got problems. Oh, okay. Was another one. Or my sinuses, like the the the, the, the mini mammoth vacuum cleaner. Yeah. That one had the worst job. I got right? a fist fight yeah. with my friend uh, Andrew Goldberg growing up. We got in a fist fight in the back. We were visiting Cooperstown with mm-hmm. his parents, and we were playing that name game where you had to like sing a song with a man's name in it. And he said in the Flintstone. With uh, with the courtesy of Fred's new feet or something like that. <laughs> new you know, feet? With the courtesy of Fred's feet or whatever it was, because, right. you know, he would run in yep. his car, and that's how he'd power the car. I was like, that's not the line. He's like, that's the line. And we just had been two 13-year-olds in the back of a car together for, like, a week and just started pounding one another. <laughs> so just the pubescent hormones turned into rage. Yeah, over whether Fred Flintstone's feet were used as propulsion for his car or not. Well, they definitely started the car and then through some sort of weird, unexplained momentum because really the the drivetrain on that car basically was just two solid blocks of concrete <laughs> yeah. not connected to anything it or was held stone. on They to- weren't pouring concrete then. They weren't? No, it was stone. It was stone, obviously yes, I'm carved sorry. stone. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Come on, guys. I'm sorry. You're right. About no. You want another fucking fist fight to break out over the Flintstones? <laughs> they were perfectly, they, 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 were, they were cylindrical carved chunks of stone yeah. that weren't really held on by anything, or there was no system. It was, and they wasn't going downhill. So the Inertia. Le- well, he just had really powerful feet. Incredibly powerful yeah. feet. With the Which is why the John, the John Goodman casting was perfect. Oh. Because man's got powerful legs. Oh, the Flintstones. Been carrying Roseanne for ten years. What uh, podcast? In about an hour. In about an hour. <laughs> There's no podcast. Oh, good. We're just hanging out. Oh, good. I don't have to be on. Nope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god, I've never seen Nick like this before. <laughs> Can we just talk about mm, toast? <laughs> sure. Yeah. What's your preferred toast? You go wheat. to a you go I to like a wheat toast. You go to a diner. You like a wheat toast? I, I like do a... like wheat toast. I, I I do like white bread, but I feel like white bread. If I don't eat white bread, that it's somehow a victory. Yeah, like it's somehow I've eaten healthy. I used to in college make. I would get like the soft, like Wonder Bread. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. probably I'm guessing the, the greatest most bread in the world. Yeah. Chemically filled, deliciously mm-hmm. soft bread. And then I would put a layer of barbecue potato chips on uh-huh. them and then eat because I liked the crunchy soft uh-huh. thing. Yeah. No mayo, no nothing. No, just no, potato just chip. barbecue potato chips. You're chip a texture sandwich. guy or are you a texture guy? I'm a texture food? guy, but I also like the flavor. The flavors complement each other really well. Yeah. The um, natural flavor of a Wonder White Bread. <laughs> and, and the, the natural, natural flavor, flavor of like a Lay's barbecue chip. <laughs> you can tell a lot about a culture by what flavor their chips are because chips are conde- are the most popular cultural yeah. flavors condensed. You know that they've made a chicken and waffles Lay's re- very recently. They have, have you indeed. tried it? I have not yet tried it. I love it. chicken and waffles. 
so I'm hoping that the chip... But the texture of that is kind of what's fun about it. Yes, you got that crispy skin, and then that moist meat, and then that doughy, like, syrupy waffle. Yum. Yeah. So just put that yeah, what's on. The other? There's two other flavors, too, Yeah, right? there is a sriracha. Yep. And then something else. I, I wish we would get ketchup-flavored chicks. chicks. That's a I, Canada I, thing, right? It's a Canada thing. Yeah, ketchup yeah, yeah. chips and, and pickle, dill pickle chips are fuck Like, the pickle-flavored chips are really? fucking amazing. Ooh, I'm a, I'm a salt and vinegar chip. Me, too. Yeah, yeah, we are all, yeah. What's your favorite salt and vinegar? I like the kettle. I like a kettle. I, I always was a Cape Cod salt and vinegar. Oh, that those are really good. On. And then now I'll do a kettle... There's some chip that's everywhere. Every Miss office, Miss Vicky's, and who's eating the jalapeno chips? Nobody. Never. At the end of the day, that it's a huge stack. Of it's jalapeno. a huge stack. That's of why they're always available because yeah. no one wants jalapeno. <laughs> Nobody chips. wants them. Just double up on salt and vinegar. I want a potato chip that'll make me shit a lot. <laughs> I'm tired of having to go right to the source of the jalapenos to destroy my stomach. Oh my god! I won't eat them. I won't eat them. I will. I think it'd be fun. <laughs> I, I think you, you could almost kind of make like a... You could almost build a sandwich out of potato chips. Oh, that would be great. Just have plain chips for the bread and then a layer of your flavor, like a condiment flavor, uh -huh. like ketchup, and then a couple pickles. And then if you go to London, you can get beef and onion. Oof. There's a beef and onion. Are those good? Yeah. Beef? No, they're not good. <laughs> it's like licking a bouillon cube. Like, ah. Uh, okay, just now like, you're getting me hard. <laughs> It's like picking a, a bouillon cube when you're smearing pre-cum over your dick slit with your thumb. It's just like that. You've done that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the only way to eat beef the and onion. The efficacy with which you just said uh, <laughs> covering your pre-cum over your dick slit with your thumb, <laughs> like as if you were just counting to four, <laughs> is impressive. I don't understand what happened. What day is it? Where am I? Oh, no, it's Potato Chip Tuesday. It's not Tuesdays, is it? No, Taco Tuesdays. Taco oh, Tuesdays is great. Let's do yeah. potato chip Thursdays. Okay. I'm on Let's board. Any of these. Any of these are good. Uh Nick Kroll, uh the Nick Kroll show got picked up after the second episode, right? Yeah. That's fucking rad. Thank you. Did you have a did, did you know kind of going into it like this? I mean, is going I would well. love to paint it as if it were just a crazy, just like you know, and it and they're comments on them are very supportive of it. We also just had like uh, Kreisel goes back to Portlandia. I go back to the league. Um, we needed to get back to work. If if they wanted to make a second season, we needed to really get back to work on it. And they've been very supportive from the beginning. And and so um, I would obviously you, when you make one of these things, you hope that you get a second season. And and we waited so long. We've been wrapped on the show since July. Like we've been just oh, been wow. sitting on it forever. Like not wrapped, locked. Like we finished. Like we've just been sitting with those episodes for a long time. So. Um, it was a very nice vote of confidence, but also a very logical one. Okay. Well, I, when you're doing that kind of show, do you, do you feel like, oh shit, I just blew through a bunch of A-list stuff the first season. Now I got to come up with all yeah. these stuff. I mean, in a way, but really like, because there are so many different shows within the show, um, we feel like basically we had just like we just felt like we had just begun to touch on all of these things. So it's like, oh, there's so many more stories to tell with each bit. Like, oh, we just crap, we've just started telling Rich Dick stories, or Doctor Armand. We have all this whole crazy storyline, or the publicity stuff. Or, and Billy oh, Joel hello. has lived a life, so <laughs> young Billy Joel can keep yeah. going. Yeah. So we 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 feel like there we there was no shortage of storylines for season two. Um, and we, we have some new stuff, but really we're going to continue building out like, like, uh, wheels, Ontario, things like that, that we just touched on in season one. Um, 
Does that make sense? No, I don't understand. Let me tell you how stories. <laughs> tell <laughs> me, uh, what's that word you just used? Stories. Yeah, close. It's pretty close. It's close enough. It's close enough. We should have a vowel at the end of a word that just makes you go, uh. Still weird. I would do it. Probably like an A with uh, where the back curly Q just swirls around. Just keeps going? Yeah, like a little piggy uh? tail. Uh? Uh, I feel like my, the character Liz uh, does that corner. She'd be like, way in. <laughs> do you ever have. Uh, now, I feel, Nick, that your brain just always has access to the comedy. Mm-hmm. And. There are some days my I just feel like my brain just feels like grits, where it's just like I can't form a thought. <laughs> really? At the end of the day, yeah. I uh, I have I mean I have those moments um, uh, for sure. I mean it's surprising. I think we all can fake it. You know what I mean? Like there are moments where you're like, I think yeah, there are days where you can kind of fake that idea. Are you faking it right now? I was, I was saying hello to Lizzie Cooperman, maybe. Yep, was you were. Oh, was it her? I, I think it was Lizzie. It was. Um, so uh, um, I, there are moments where it, right now what's been interesting and is is we're writing season two and I'm promoting season one and um, and and <clears throat> you know in various forms and so uh, there are days where I will go into the writers' room and feel very frazzled and very disconnected at moments uh, because. I feel like there are various my my brain is uh, is is focusing on various things as opposed to just sitting down and writing all day. Is that it, are you getting to the point yet where where it's like oh now comedy is a responsibility? It used to just be like a fun thing, uh-huh. and now it's like now I mean it's awesome that it's your job, but sometimes you're like fuck yeah you oh know, now this has to be good yeah my show I feel less about that with it's more now being like you got to go do that appearance that. Um, you know, they sent you a script for and that normally I would have had time to punch up and really think over. And now you're just like going in and doing it. And you're like, I, I didn't I didn't give the attention that I used to be able to give to uh, something like this or but like and with my show, like there are scripts that have moved along. We're getting closer to production. And I'm like, I've read these through and pitched on them, but I haven't really put my fingerprints all over them yet. And I'm not like a crazy like. This has to reek of Nick Kroll, <laughs> but I, but I just you know, I just need to be able to you know get get in there more and 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 there is that time, but I, but I, I there are moments where you start to feel spread thin you know, um, but I I think it's still the my Kroll show never feels like uh, oh I gotta go back and go through this again, that it, it is pure I mean any job has their moments where it's frustrating but. Um, it is like it is the closest thing to like pure creative joy that I've ever had. I'd say. Do you uh, are you getting to workshop any of the characters at live shows? Do you have time to do that at all? Um, I'm gonna need to. Like we're doing a new. I'm doing a new character that we're, we'll we'll do for season two that I have not done live at all. That um, that I will now in this next two weeks before we start production go and try to workshop just to like get the the accent and voice down and point of view stuff because in the past i've been able to do that and um and 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 so i'll 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 hopefully get be able to sort of because i do find that is a useful tool to see like what audiences respond to what he walks like i mean all this the kind of bullshit stuff that seems like bullshit but then actually is quite useful to me how has the response been uh are people responding well great um like really very very positively um and like you know but it is a broader audience so you know, I have a ton more people 
telling me that they like like my stuff and and really like the show. But I also have many more people telling me that they think I suck and I'm not funny. <laughs> and uh, and and within that, a lot of them, you know, were like stick to the league, you know, um, which I'm grateful for that they are fans of the league and came over or whatever and and aware that you know it's not my show is not for everyone you know and just like there probably will be Kroll show fans who don't aren't going to be like i love the league you know i think like the idea that people don't understand is that that's fine like you don't have to watch you don't have to watch both shows yeah or you don't have to watch any of my shows i don't love when you go out of your way to tell me <laughs> yeah. that you don't like my shows um there's doesn't seem to be a huge purpose to that because there's i'm not going to really change what i'm doing right uh it just seems to be a slightly uh you know mean thing to do yeah that's that's that well, pretty much you got it yeah nailed it yeah there's, there's no, there's there's no shortage of that I, I got one that cracked me up the other day was uh I wish Apple would create a four-minute skip function on the podcast app so I don't have to listen to your horrible intros. I'm like, you don't. You just don't have to listen yeah, at all. Yeah, you don't it's have to. It's so easy to yeah. avoid a free yeah. show. You don't have to. And got, it's a free I got, show. I got one in Texas before, <laughs> before the show, but I didn't see it until after the show where the guy said to me, uh, I'll be, uh, if you go out on stage, I'll be to the left not laughing. Oh God! <laughs> like I didn't see it until after. Thank God I didn't see it until after the show. It's so but I, wild. I saw it after the show, and I like started talking to the guy. I was like, "So how'd it go?" He's like, "All right, you got me a couple times." Nice. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a weird. It's this weird thing because like I don't. I don't really acknowledge people. I used to not answer anyone on Twitter because I sort of was like, I want this to be a one way medium, and then. I realized, like in doing the show, that a lot of people reach out with very nice things, and, and and I'm reading them. So there's no reason why I can't say thank you or engage them in a in yeah. a polite manner. Uh, I don't tend to engage the negative people, although there are moments where I'm like, people be like, "I'm a fan of the league. I love your stand up. I can't stand your show." And I'm like, "That's impossible," <laughs> <laughs> because. 80% of the words coming out of my mouth on the league are something that I have in very directly or indirectly formed. Sure. My stand-up is my stand-up, and my sketch show comes largely out of my stand-up, or my stand-up comes out of my characters in my sketch show. So it's like, but I, I can't get into a logic war with people. <laughs> no, I. if you look at my at replies to people, it usually is like, thank you, I appreciate that, you're nice yes. too, great, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, you don't have to listen, dick neck. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, so you thank engage, you. You engage. Yeah, I do. I do engage because um, I don't know. I, I just feel like that's sort of the point of social media, and and it's not, I, you know. And as much as as much as I sometimes engage the negative people, I make a point to try to engage way more on the oh, positive yeah. people so that it's not like because then it's not fair to people who are really supportive they're like why are you giving your all of your attention oh, to yeah. the tickets i should be yeah <clears throat> I, i'm I, you I should, do, more I should the, do that i'm much more <laughs> comfortable dealing with the and not even just like the being like hey thanks for complimenting me because uh, the more and what the fun thing about this show is like how many people have gotten creative with what they're noticing and and creating things about the show and that kind of stuff is like really fun and exciting to see things start to like live their own lives, you know. Um, and and so I I want to encourage that um, because I it's fun to see people create off of the things that you've worked on. Oh, excuse me. Or notice little things like oh the hey like a guy today was like hey the in Wheels Ontario tunes is this little Asian girl in a wheelchair is listening to a song and the song is the this 
Black Eyed Peas parody that we did called Beats and Rice, and like that's the song she's listening to in the in in the sketch. And he's like, "Hey, has anyone noticed?" And I was like, "No, no one has noticed that." And I I love that you is the show that up. full of little Easter it's eggs like that. Full of it, like that's what the show is. Like everything is connected. Like Doctor Armand is listening to Young Billy Joel in the kitchen. Everybody's on the San Diego diet. Like um, you know, like there's all this can I finish stuff from this. Like everything is everything is interconnected. In within episodes and then throughout the season, so like the, the the goal is that people rewatch and find these little rewards, you know. Did you do an AMA? Yes. How was it? That was really interesting. I'd never done one before, and I'm not super familiar with Reddit. So like some of it, like a lot of great stuff. A lot of you know, some people <laughs> saying they hated yeah. stuff, um, but really fascinating, you know. It's, it was uh, you've done them, you've done them before, obviously. I did one a long time ago, and I might do one again soon. What did you think? It's of been it? about a year and a half. I loved it. I mean, it's you know, um, I think as long as you go into it with the mindset of like, well, I'm just gonna, no matter what, I'll try to answer. And like, even the you know, even on even the negative ones, I would respond because I feel like that's what it's for. Like, you're responding to, yeah, you have to sort of, I think the people who get in trouble. Are the ones that Woody Harrelson? <laughs> yes. What do you do? Well, it's it yeah. was okay. So he did an AMA for this movie that was coming out last year. Yeah, I don't even remember which. I don't movie remember what it was, it was called. Yeah, huh. And um, someone said, uh, I don't remember what the accusation was. I'm but pretty sure it was. Hey, no, someone. So it was I, Rampart. Yeah, yeah. Someone said, uh, "Hey, uh, my girl, uh, this girl I know was at prom, and then you came and partied with everybody in a hotel room, and then you slept with her." Blah 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 blah. It was something along something those lines. Along I don't know if it was lines. that he slept with her or something yeah, happened. Something to that. And thing. then they um, they got into trouble because it was clear that it it wasn't like Woody Harrelson said, "I should really do an AMA." Someone someone's hip PR person was uh-huh. like, "Hey Woodster, you got to do yeah, one of these yeah, AMAs yeah, yeah. because this is where the audience is." And so they just kept it just kept clearly not Woody Harrelson. Like, hey, guys, you know, let's just keep it about Rampart. And once you try to tell Reddit, once you try to direct them, right. it's over. Right. And so they basically upvoted that question to the top, and it just became all about this little scandalous thing oh, wow. that was way worse yeah. than even if he had just said, like, why don't, you know, I don't, I don't remember that. could have been like, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah I mean, done. the I, my responses to the negative stuff on, on that AMA were it always, almost always was like, Thanks a lot, buttfucker3000. Like, because every one of the guys, like, I was like, my only comeback is just writing your handle back to you, because that to me sums up who you are. Right. Because it was like literally always that, like, humongous dungus, like, whatever, you know, it was just, I was like, all right, this is how I'll deal but with it. But then there are so many, there are so many, like, weird little rules and sub memes and so many things that, like, if, you know, if someone, uh, if someone says, uh, Hey, I I hate your shitty ass shit show or whatever. And then you look close and you see his screen name is like the guy who says shit all the time. Then right. you realize that the question that he's asking or the the question they're asking bit. is part of a bit. Yeah. And so there's so much to pay attention. You know, like, there's a lot to and pay it's attention to. Coming at you, and I was like, I did it for like an hour and a half. You I'm could like, do it for ten hours. And yeah, because I, 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 I was getting stuff being like, why are you abandoned? I was like, because I wrote at like after like two hours, I had to go to work. I was like, hey guys, like I'm gonna sign off, but this was awesome. But then people kept. You know, I went back and it was still going. Yeah. But it was it was cool. My buddy Gary, uh, who I I went away like I'd gone on vacation with my high school buddies. Like Gary a, Coleman. Gary Coleman, corpse of. <laughs> like great. Um, is it weird that I <laughs> traveled to South America with the corpse of Gary Coleman? No, I mean you no. can check it. It's under fifty pounds. You, 
<laughs> at this point, it is. Um, <laughs> but it honestly is. <laughs> it was. It was a weekend at Gary's. <laughs> you guys. The only way I could get into Bolivia is with the, the decaying corpse of Gary Coleman. <laughs> It's a weird, they're well, very weird rules. If you want a visa, you have to produce. By the way, speaking of 80s movies, that's an amazing performance of Bern, on Bernie's part. Oh, yeah, totally. It was great. That guy plays dead perfectly the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, that's all he does. Jason Wallner is in that movie. What? Jason Wallner, director of Human Giant and uh, Eagle Heart and a ton of stuff, was a child actor, and he's the little pissy kid at the beginning he's like who's like he's digging up like bernie is like like in the sand or whatever and like jason's like this little like punk ass kid and he's digging him up and uh and the guy's like hey stop it and like Wallner looks at and it was like up yours and like gives him the finger and runs away oh <laughs> uh, Wallner easter egg and we get a bernie so yeah so what happened with your friend gary Oh, he was like he's like a a guy who does like real estate and works in New York. A really smart guy, but also like a regular guy. And he was like, "Yeah, I love Reddit. I go to Facebook. I go to you know, I go to HuffPo. I go to da da da, and I go to Reddit. And like that's where he gets a lot of his entertainment and news. And then they were like, "Do you want to do an AMA?" And I was like, "Well, if Gary, who's a guy who I would want to like yeah. watch my show, and is because like a smart but normal dude." Um, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I, you know, and so I did it. You know, it's I, I love Reddit, but for every Gary, there's five buttfucker forty threes. <laughs> I I think it's well, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. They're they're definitely. I mean, it's it's easy pickings for trolls because it completely it, anonymous. Well, of course, but but, but you know, I do but, feel like Reddit sort of polices itself. They do, they yeah. do, and 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 I and the thing that I really like about it is that they're genuinely fucking smart hilarious yeah. people yeah. and you just watch you just watch a premise evolve like it's it's one of the most interesting like writers rooms yeah you could ever see and yeah. then you're like fuck but you know like by the fifth comment deep on something and then it's evolved into this amazing bit yeah and people are interacting with each other i love that it's, part of it it's pretty fascinating i i, I gotta get on there more because i am i'm in, i'm interested in it. i'm also just curious as we talk about all this like do like because i'm just like is this encouraging trolls which is not a term that i've used a ton but like is that is this talking about them is that power does that give them power? we always no. come under that sort of we wonder the same thing all the time we talk about them to a point where we're just like are we just doing what they want us to do well right. if you call them out by name you probably are like if you say who they are then you're giving them right. attention that they, yeah. they probably want but it just as a phenomenon it's not gonna it's an interesting phenomenon and it is very unique to now it's very unique to the time that we are in, the internet troll. Yeah. So. Yeah, but but to, to go to the other side of that, like it has been an in, in, insanely pleasurable thing to have people like get on board with things on the show that I thought they would like, but also like me and John Mulaney doing oh hello crazy <laughs> Upper West Side middle aged you know divorcees are obsessed with Alan Alda. And like doing a prank show called Too Much Tuna, where they they <laughs> deliver too much, too much tuna fish uh, to people, and it's ridiculous. And it's like the most unrelatable thing to a Comedy Central audience, and people have like really taken to it, you know. Um, in addition to the stuff that like I, you know, like something like Bobby Bottle Service, which I'm like, oh, that people, oh, good people do like him, continue to like him, and it grows. But but seeing people gravitate to some of the weirder stuff is like really, really pleasurable. Was destined to have a uh, movie, no, a uh, ghost hunting show. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. It really, it really is. Always I mean, seems it's like so close. the evolution of. Yeah, I mean, those guys are basically Bobby Bottle Service <laughs> yeah. in real life. The ghost hunter shows, it's crazy. 
Why are they still on? <laughs> I don't know. There's don't more know. and more every day. That's crazy. It's really crazy. I actually kind of like the Duck Dynasty. Duck yeah. Dynasty. You I know, mean, the, those guys all walked by the window the other day when we were here. Who? who, who? I, I mean, did the, I did the soup. I was I was on the soup with them, and they were so sweet. And the mom yeah. was like. We are the hugest Walking Dead fans, and I'm like, oh, you're really, oh. and they're because they because they are they, they like are they from nothing or were they like middle class made this business plan and blew up and I don't know, I guess we'll never find out. Yeah, now I, I don't know what their deal is, but I just know that it's the show is really good natured. Like it's a fun. Yeah, it's not a douchebag reality show. It's like. Yeah, they're fun characters, yeah. and they like I don't care how true it is or not true. Yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like they're just they're like, just fun, and it's a the silly. Premises and we'll play yeah. them, and it's not about for that like, for yeah. that kind of show. It's it's kind of delightful. Yeah, and that's the funny thing is like there's no parodying it. They're already sort of a yeah. parody of themselves. Yeah, I think they are aware yeah. that you know yeah, yeah. everyone in but that county has the beard. Very smart. But then like and then the wives are like pretty hot. Yeah, they're all right. They're <laughs> yeah. all right. They're all right. I'd be psyched. Everyone's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, uh, real quick. Uh, uh, really embarrassing thing that you've never admitted before. Go, Matt. Uh, oh, God, hang on. I have to think of something I I've never one. admitted. Okay, because, Nick. Yeah, go. I, I pee my bed like every other year. <laughs> and not drunk, just like in my sleep, need to pee, and so I pee. <laughs> And I like every like it's like every couple of years mm-hmm. I pee my bed. Every cut are are we due? Is it like an earthquake? We're like, oh, I haven't yeah, had we one are in a probably. While. Is we tonight are, is tonight the night? Tonight might be the night, ladies. Has anyone been in bed with you when that's happened before? Uh, no. Luckily, luckily, I am uh, incapable of uh, intimacy. So. <laughs> so that's never an issue. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, it has not happened. It's like, and it's not crazy. It's not like drunk. Like I peed myself last night. It's just like. I just in my dream I really need to pee so I peed. <laughs> <laughs> I heard if you pee in a dream you pee in real life just like in the Matrix. Yeah, exactly. They whenever they disconnect me from the fucking portal whatever yeah. happens I don't remember that. If moment. you're peeing in the Matrix you're do actually Do you have a thing? I do have a thing. What is your thing? One time I jerked off in a church. <laughs> in okay. A, like, in a where? In a in the church bathroom. Okay. It was almost like a weird spiritual experiment. I had to work. Uh, <laughs> yes, this weird baby formed uh, from, from this right from your dick slit. <laughs> yeah, pre come on. Just like it came, it came out like Casper the Ghost. Yeah. And went, Hello, <laughs> and then turned into a boy that I had to catch and then reconsume. I had to eat him. Oh my to, god! Yeah, otherwise he would. You basically just ate a handful of your own cum. <laughs> well, I try wanted to make it a prettier picture, but I guess that's probably. Yeah, it works out though. Uh, actually, <laughs> actually, I did not. <laughs> I had a friend in high school who was like. <laughs> he goes uh we were ta- we were kind of having one of those talks that you have in high school where you finally like strip away all the pretense of trying to be cool and it was just like all right come on we both admitted that we both it's a thing that we do it's like the it's like the dude conversation uh-huh. and the one guy was like well you know it's like everyone's probably tasted their own jizz and i was like what i've had the same conversation no i haven't and he was like what of course you have i'm like no i Does really have never no, I don't know what his habits were, but he definitely had tasted it. And he was like, it was, you know, it was like salt. I don't know. He's like, it was. There but, are those trees that smell like cum. <laughs> the cum trees? Yeah. I've never. You've never smelled a cum tree? No. Oh, the white birch, yeah. Is that what it is? I don't know. It is a tree. You walk by, you're like, somebody jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> Did they just jerk off on us? <laughs> no, I feel like everywhere there's that kid that tries it so we don't have to. 
I guess so. <laughs> and what's your what you what you got? Well, uh, going off of yours, I want I once jerked off in the backseat of my parents' blazer at a parking lot of an REI. Oh, you mean really? a car, not your dad's yeah, jacket? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. just like you saw those carabiners and you're no, like, no, I had uh, I had the uh, that uh, issue of Rolling Stone, the Spice Girls were on the cover. Oh, and I was like, I gotta go to town on this. Oh man, I had a <laughs> I had one where I had like a weekend. I I hooked up with a girl. Like on a Friday, and then a little bit on a Saturday, and there was no finishing to the situation. Yeah. And I then had to go to my friend's birthday, and it was like at like the Culinary Institute where you like cook dinner with all everybody right. together, and then you eat the dinner. And like in the middle of cooking, I was like, I had my stomach. <laughs> I, I had to, you know what I mean? The blue balls were like balls it, of it, brightest yeah. blue. You just started to see cum flow yeah, through your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and I like literally went to the bathroom at the Culinary Institute, like just jade one out on the turlet, and then went back out and uh, finished like you know chopping uh, celery <laughs> and ate a meal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I want to mention that I was not an adult in this church scenario. I just went to Catholic school, and yeah. I was an altar boy. I uh, I was an adult. <laughs> in both situations, I was yes, because, But yours at least started with a lady. Yeah, I guess. And I remember at the time feeling like it was. I, I was sort of at that point with my religion where I was like, God will forgive me. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's a nice place to be. Look, there's been a lot of... Penis fondling in churches that were, I think, probably a lot more evil at their core. I was trying to make up for that. I was trying to put some in the plus column. <laughs> so. I'm doing some good here, huh? Yeah. Huh? Come on, I'm helping, I'm helping out balance the curve. Am I right? But in retrospect, I don't think the back windows were very tinted. So I no, can't imagine. Were you, in the, you were in the blazer. In the parking lot. Blazing. Yeah. yeah. With the Spice Girls on the cover. Who were you looking at? Jerry, mostly. Really? Yeah. Like Where were your parents? Ginger Ginger Spice. You like Inside the, the REI, the and recreational. Were you like? Were you like? Equipment. I got T minus like five. Like what were you? I was like, they're in. And you're like, I'm hanging in the car. Yeah, I did. I said that. I think deliberately. Can I ask? Can I ask you kind of a specific I question? Yes. I think it's the same question. As you approached climax, yeah. Uh, who did you finish at? Oh, it's always it's, it was probably Jerry again. It was always it was, Jerry. It was Jerry. Ginger. It was always, yeah. Since the beginning, Ginger. it was always Jerry. <laughs> it was always Jerry. Always Jerry Hallow. Um. I uh you not were. not baby spice or scary spice or gay spice. You went straight. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it would be morally wrong to jerk off to baby spice. Like right? something about that feels like I know she's a grown up, but baby's in the name. I know. I know. Look, I get it. You know, I get it. So That's like how a, I am like with One Direction. <laughs> uh, Harry. I always start and finish with Harry, but in the middle, it's you know, it's a real toss up. Well, then you're not going One Direction. <laughs> You're going in many directions. <laughs> That's what I came on here to talk about. A, lo a lot of your work with with One Direction jerk offs. Yeah, you know, uh... Kroll Show fine, League fine. But what I really want to talk about is how I'm coming out to coming to One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> You're come coming. Yeah, uh... yeah, I think so. I think That's fair. Um, <coughs> now, guys, just 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 to clear the air, it's it's Bieber. All the way. That's, all, that's the only one. hundred percent. Boy, he's on his. It's the. I can feel the the Roman Empire is beginning really? to fall. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. I feel like it's getting stronger. Oh, it it will get stronger, but I can see that that it's crack. It's starting to crack. What are the cracks that you're noticing? There's a there's a hostility 
there's a hostility to it all that I can just feel. I can see it's like we're not at Britney shaved head yet, but like I can just feel it. There's the tattoos are starting to build. Oh, yeah. Like I can just feel it. Like I I I'm putting a like T minus like what are we at March 2013? I say by summer 2014, we're like looking at a the first like real like real meltdown. So we're at DefCon three right now. Yeah, we got a little while, but I can I can feel it coming. I feel like Miley did all right. She just chopped her hair off and got a couple tattoos, and she was fine. She's okay. Yeah, she's okay. But he's bigger. There's a lot more pressure on him, I think, because at least her parents were in the business. Like there was some like yeah, there was like a a a setup for it all. Like I think you know I don't know. Every time I see his mother, I go really. She's like thirty five. She's, she's like, yeah. She's like my age. Yeah, and, it's insane. And, and he has a, like, probably like a sixth grade education at most. <laughs> but it's Canadian, right? <laughs> right. So it's actually get a couple extra years yeah. in there. He's got, he's got an education through grade eight. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess that I guess that could happen. I, I just feel like you know, there's so much. How could there not be so much pressure on these kids to? I'm not faulting. Always be. And then, you know, we, we talk about the kind of trolls that we get, but can you oh, imagine, man. you know, there's just tons of people telling it like when you're in that position, I assume people have sort of painted the picture of you that they think you are. Well, right. I mean, he's going to deal with the fact that remember when he the, they saw the pictures of him smoking weed and there were girls cutting themselves for Bieber to make him stop smoking weed. Girls would go on Instagram, like, you know, I don't know how old these well, girls were, 14 years old. Like, Sounds they, like they need a little weed. Just, like, yeah. start yeah. cutting their arms and go, like, I'm cutting for you, Bieber and Justin. Why are you making me do this? Oh, <laughs> my God. Why don't you stop? Jesus how Christ. fucking crazy is that? Of course that kid's going to go mental. Yeah, I'm not. This is not a blame. <laughs> and then, then, not... then the parents are going to be like, Justin Bieber did this to our daughter. Yeah. You think maybe you should have hugged your daughter once yeah. in a while? Just uh, we're one, not on trial just here. Just one time. Yeah. Who's talking about a trial? Yeah. I am. <laughs> I'm with Don. He's on trial. You're on. You're, this whole town's on trial. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I think it's I can't even imagine that level of it. But then there's the other side is the armies for them that like yeah. the Taylor Swift, Michael J. Fox thing, where it's just like they got in a tiff, not even a tiff, like the, he was like, "Hey, watch out with my son!" Like as a bit at the Emmys, and then that night, like every all of her minions like attacked him in a crazy way, where they like went after him to Michael J. Fox, like a Parkinson-ridden icon. <laughs> you know what I mean? They like went after Michael J. Fox, and then the next day, she gets on Twitter and goes, "Michael called. Michael called me. We're all good. Thanks for having my back." So what? she's in her own way, like validating their attack. Oh Jesus! Oh, that's where you're God. like. There, it's also like, yeah, you're a 19 year old. Like, it's not crazy that you'd have your friends be like. You're being a dick, and da, da da You know what I mean? But it's on a scale of like 20 million people. <laughs> oh my god! Poor Michael J. Fox. I know. How many followers does she have on Twitter? Just it's probably a lot. A probably like no. I feel like Bieber 10 or has 12 like million. 34 I feel like it's more million. than we all think it is. Yeah, Bieber. At last, I looked when I do every day, <laughs> as you should. I have like still 34 I, million followers. I, I still in the, the wording of a Parkinson's <laughs> written icon. Written icon. <laughs> uh, one of many. Uh. What what what's the count? I mean, I gotta look. Right? You gotta get on there. Why do you think people are so? Uh, the, Anne Hathaway bashing has gotten pretty popular in the last yeah. couple of weeks. She makes it way too easy at this point. Is it that? Because uh, I, I think you and and uh, you know I don't know her and and just from someone who has from someone who has had shots taken at them with people making assumptions about. 
I, I want to be very open minded and not and not judge judge the girl. But what it what it feels like the the issue is that people are saying like she doesn't seem like a real person. Whereas you know like you look at Jennifer Lawrence who falls on her face and she's like yeah I fucking fell on my face. Yeah. Like she just seems yeah. like yeah. yeah it seems like a person. Yeah. Well, well that's why she's America's sweetheart. She's America's sweetheart now. Yeah. I am a fan. We but all hope, are. But it's like when, whenever you're America's sweetheart, then America just hugs you too hard because that's do what America think, does. Yeah, I think you don't ever want to be the most adored person because there's no way that you don't then become like an enemy. Sure. In some capacity. Yeah, because people want to, they want to, they want to hug and then slash and burn. <laughs> I think so. You know what I mean? Like I like. And like the TMZs of the world, like I'm always like, how can I be friendly to you, but also not be too like? How how do I ride that line? Because I I don't, I just don't want to be. I just don't. I don't want to be a. I don't want to be anybody's enemy. But I also feel like when you become like someone who's the most adored, then you're likely there's a fall from that. There has to be a backlash. Well, I don't. I mean, I'm not particularly worried about becoming that person, but I just wonder because you know I, I've. I get accused sometimes of like, oh, you're, you seem happy some a lot of times. You you're full of shit and you're fa-. and I wonder. I'm like, at Anne Hathaway. I'm like, is that what it is that they they, they think that she's not a genuine person? I, maybe I think like I don't know. I think actors like straight actors are really good at pretending to be people, right? and they don't know how to be themselves, or they're just or they are who they are, and they and they either fill that role in a speech or something like that. But it's like. You know, just because someone's a good actor doesn't mean that, like, they're a charming person. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, you wouldn't expect, like, a guy who's a great, like, aluminum siding salesman to be a, like, very accomplished singer. I mean, they're very different things, so I'm going to take my analogy back. <laughs> but a vinyl siding salesman. But a vinyl siding yes. salesman is records. Records, vinyls, uh, But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, like, it, I don't know how it works. You know, she's amazing at uh, pretending to be people. What do you think it is, Myra? With Anne Hathaway, I yeah. think that it is her. I think that she's just she she finds a ways to be increasingly more unrelatable to the general public. I think right just it, with things that she like, just the quotes that she gives in interviews. I don't think that having that boyfriend that went to jail for that five hundred million dollar Ponzi scheme was a helpful uh, thing for her image. But that, unfortunately for her, is just unfortunate. But yeah. I but her I thought fiance, I thought people sided. I would I would I thought people sided with her on that because. She sort of got uh, people felt bad for. Her. Yeah, <clears throat> like oh, the guy Connor, yeah. you're supposed Connor. to be in her. Yeah, twenty four point four million Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Woo. Yeah. Um, I I have met her once or twice, and she's been very nice. Um, so I personally don't. I've never. I don't think people think she's a bad person. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem right. like people no, are I don't like think she's a bad person. She's a bitch, or she's like me. You know, I just think that, you know. She just seems like the smartest girl in school. Oh, gotcha. I think that's what it might be. Like the girl who's like the class president and a little Lisa Simpsonism. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think she's kind of Lisa Simpsony. <laughs> Figured it out, Chris. <laughs> like, we does it mean badly? Just like people are like, oh, here we go again. Right. Well, we figured it out. Figured yeah, you know out. how the rest of Springfield doesn't really like Lisa? And James Franco <laughs> is Bart Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> no, James Franco is... Oh, is he Bart? I he's... don't know. He's not Milhouse. And he's not, he's not Ralph. He's not Ralph. He's not... <laughs> he's Uder. 
<laughs> well, he, you know, he could be any of them. He really transforms himself. <laughs> he could be any Simpson oh, that man. you want. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if that's true. I, but again, she, you know, I've never. I don't think people think she's a bitch. If 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 someone if if the general public had an image of you that was not who you actually were, uh-huh. would you feel a need to show them like I'm not or would you just be like, well, fuck it, I can't do anything at this point? I don't know. I think it really wears on people when you watch like when you just watch like mega celebrities go through it. I think it's like that's what I'm saying with Bieber. Whether he's a good kid or not, like just the wear and tear of that reality is gotta be mm. bananas, right? Like you can't, like you, you know, he's like there. There is no reality there. Like you're just getting escorted around from like you know underground tunnel to underground <laughs> tunnel to car to like hotel room with cops, literally cops in front of your door. He lives like a sexy ant. <laughs> he just goes like a little ant hill from this chamber yeah. to that chamber. Yeah. I pictured an aunt. And the only thing he's carrying is say aunt. A, like a ch- yeah, I was picturing it too. <laughs> All right. And he was but he the only thing he is he can carry twice his weight. That's in, right. In, 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 in flat brim hats. <laughs> That's right. And, and and he will always find a way to get into your house, no matter how much God you think it, you've though, cocked like, up all the just cracks. The, the clothes that he wears are just stunning. <laughs> I know that song like a motherfucker. I don't like, even know that song. Just those, like he, he's trying those pants. You know the pants oh, with the low pants. crotch, the yeah, low crotch pants. He's going look. for those. He can't. Dance. Society's fucking sh- shitty though because all those, so many of those people could just turn on him for no reason, really. Yeah, like they can drive someone to do something crazy. And no, then be like, fuck true. you. That's not true. Yes, there, is, there is no cure for Bieber fever. They'll never say <laughs> fuck you. Well, well what you have to do is you have to get a vaccination. So you'd have to, we'd have to dissect him I got you. to create the vaccination and then inject it. Or we just rub a little of his pre-cum on our dick slit? penis slit. Yeah. <laughs> All of our dick slits. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm inoculating myself. Oh, fuck yeah. You're just jerking off in a church, but No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Chef Nick. Yeah. <laughs> you loser. Yeah. I'll be at RBI. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, <laughs> the outdoorsman over here. Yeah, there is. All, you know. <laughs> That's, th- those were good stories because all three potentially kind of risky. Oh, but oh, yeah. yours is health risky. Mine is spiritually risky. Right. Yours is just like personal relationship yeah. risky. Yeah, just there's any number of situations could have happened. <laughs> mine seemed like, most, cops, mine seem like the most dire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yours like was I necessary. Was, I needed to do yours that. Yours was necessary. You may have needed to do that well, if as you, well. Yeah, if you've seen that cover. <laughs> yeah, I remember it. <laughs> weird Anglican faces. Those little like perfectly inbred, <laughs> symmetrical faces. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Baby Spice, just like like Britney. You know that like almost inbred, wide eyed. I feel like they had like leather on or something, and it was like that was the. I'm trying to. I'm looking it up now just to see. If, if you I'm... find it, are you going to start jerking off? If Nick and I were to walk yeah, out, I mean, for we're a all second? agreed that yeah. that's what's happening, right? His parents are waiting. You don't need in the car. to walk away. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just pretend there's a... That's part of it. That's part of it. Uh, yeah. What? That's part of it. Uh, without getting too graphic... Yeah, what's up? 
where did yeah, this that was my question. resolve? This was my question. Before your yeah. parents got oh, back. Oh, you know, that's an excellent question, and I sleeping, don't remember. Like a sleeping bag that you just purchased? I don't <laughs> <laughs> The old sleeping bag we were going to replace? Yeah. An, an, an old Nalgene bottle. Dad, a robber came in and came in the sleeping bag when you were gone. <laughs> a robber. A robber. I think he was epic. That's what kids think. He's called a, a robber. A guy came in, didn't steal anything except my cum. Some sort of reverse cum robber. <laughs> he didn't steal it. He just left his cum in Did the you sleeping bag. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I got I got robbed <laughs> of my innocence. Um, yeah. What, uh, what, 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 how did it, uh, you don't remember? I'm going to guess it was probably in like the back pages of the magazine. <laughs> I would assume, right? I mean, that's the what classifieds. you would do. Yeah. I mean, but in the back of like a family car, there's any number of things like an old tangerine. Yeah, there's like, you know, stuffed into a <laughs> cup holder. Old <laughs> you know what I mean? That old tangerine. Like when you were a kid, do you remember that? I I very vividly remember in the back of like our Dodge minivan, like the first minivan mm -hmm. that we eventually called the Shitmobile. <laughs> and I remember being like having like a peach and being like, "Yep, I'm gonna stuff yeah, this you just into this back cup holder yeah, and forever. I will leave it." And it, like and it for weeks it was there. Welcome to uh, Nick Kroll's makeshift cum sponge. <laughs> Today we're gonna take a variety of trash items in the bag of a vehicle and turn it into a makeshift cum sponge. Yeah, how I'm a, a seven-year-old who can come and get his own TV show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be covered next week on the show. Right now, I have the voice of an Australian billionaire. <laughs> uh, uh, thrilled to be here. Uh, I got Pacino's tongue. <laughs> I'm going to come on that for a while. It cost me $3 million. Yeah. Everything you have to soak up your cum is in your vehicle right now. I would love to have an infomercial that had no point, but it just has infomercial uh, energy. How would you tip. like to yeah. come in your vehicle anytime you feel like it? Has this now ever happened to you? You're a seven-year-old who can come, and you got nowhere to do it. <laughs> Oh and my god, the black and white reenactment yeah, videos. That's what I was going. Some some kid like, nah, I don't know. Yeah. And then for some reason he tries to cut a tomato with it. For fuck's sake. That's you a can lot come of in a tomato. It's a lot of fun, everybody. Oh, good lord. Uh, I gotta get going. <sighs> <sighs> well, we're almost at the end of our hour anyway, so this actually kind of worked out pretty well. Yeah, I gotta go do Skyfall. There you go, Skyfall. Skyfall. Won't remember. That comes <laughs> we will come to all. <laughs> next next to James Bond, it's just the gadgets are just things for him to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Where should I come Q? in this time, Q? <laughs> you can come in the circle of my name, <laughs> Q. Okay. All right. Come in right there. in the middle. All right. <laughs> just right in the middle. Let's right just see if John Logan will maybe run another draft of that by the table because that's not really a game. Another one. Are they already working on it? Yeah. Did you see the <laughs> did you see the Aston Martin that he came in? in the most re people just be talking about the cars and the gadgets in relation to what are you showing him a picture of? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that it. Was the one. Man. That was it's the one. Hot. They that was look, the one. I didn't see it. Hot. It just, it just, it just. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, you're getting the high res version. It's all. You, just quickly back to your high bit, res on the edge which network. Is more cum related is. Um, it's very blurry. Your 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 bit was the various gadgets that Bond can come into. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's not bad. I like that. Uh, these are cufflings, uh, Mr. Bond. These are cufflings <laughs> that if you <laughs> have an incredible amount of 
sponge material inside, <laughs> so you can come right in. We call them flesh links. Of course, we have your Walther, which is set to your bio signature, so only you can come in it. <laughs> <laughs> we, programmed, we programmed your big shaft to only respond to your own fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody else can make me come. Uh, <laughs> well... I think I heard Adam calling. I better go. And then he just throws a smoke bomb and then gets out. Now, what do you think quickly with that movie? Do you think that Dame Judy like was like got to page like 150 and was like, oh. Like, do you think she knew? Yeah, yeah. I feel like they were like exit strategy time. Is that how it works? Yeah, I think I think they were sort of she'd been doing it, she'd been doing it for 17 years. Really? Been playing M. Since 1995. So that's a good run. Yeah. That's a good run. Yeah. Instead of retinal scans, you have to come into a door. I'm still doing the bit. <laughs> that you can't. That's biometrics that you can't match. And then there's just these villains. Instead of like cutting people's eye out, they're just jerking them off into a vial. You can't kill someone to do that. You'd have to keep them alive. They're like, all right. You, <laughs> you have to keep them alive to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Think right. about it. The broccolis. Is that what their names are? Yeah. And they're like, all right. I know that we wanted to bring a more of an American audience in, but. This guy who just speaks so graphically about coming into doors. <laughs> Our market research shows that Americans are thoroughly cum obsessed. <laughs> and so we're trying to make a bond for America. We? <laughs> Here's our new script. It's called Come to Ball. What are the other ones you could do? Cum raker? Uh, believe me, I rake. I, I, I was in the brain. I couldn't. That was the one I came up with. Yeah, this once. was a good Rolling Stone cover. Yeah. You know, it was all about Posh Spice for me. Yeah? Yeah. I've, I like that. I like that. that. Sweet Posh. Yeah, I remember her. I remember thinking that she was... Pre- oh, she's right in the middle there. This is before she got too skinny and everything. Yeah. yeah. Creep, creepy skinny. Someone just sent texted you a picture of yourself. By the what? Way. That's awesome. I was looking at a picture of... Uh, I was looking at the Spice Girls about to blow. And then the text comes over Matt and I blow like a fire hose. And then now you have a lot of stuff to figure out. Now I gotta go cook a meal for somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, you gotta go pray. I gotta go buy a sleeping bag. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) This week on Cum Chefs. We're going to joke off and cook a Your veal. challenge today. <laughs> Secret <laughs> ingredient. Wait, what? Secret ingredient is, for the 300th week in a row, <laughs> my <come>. own gift. <laughs> Can it be somebody else's? Nope. No. Every week, I eat food leading up to the cum. This is jalapeno-flavored cum today. Miss <laughs> Vicky's. Miss Vicky's jalapeno cum. Uh, what I've done is frozen the cum and then sort of chopped it up, and I'm using it uh, as a drink. <laughs> well, <coughs> you know, the show was really funny until the end when they just did all the cum jokes. I get it, guys. What are you, 15? Yeah, okay, we are. Basically. What, if, what show have you been listening to? <laughs> what we do for a for, living. For the past three years. <laughs> we take cum jokes and we spin them into gold. Yeah. White gold. Crawl. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, when is the Crawl show on? Crawl show is on Wednesdays at 10.30 after Workaholics. I believe... It will be uh, the when it, this is sorry. When is this airing? Almost immediately, either tomorrow or Monday. Okay, great. So if it airs Monday, there's uh, uh, there will be one episode left. Okay, eighth, the eighth episode is next Wednesday, ten thirty p.m. After Workaholics. Oh, so, and the date on that is March fifth or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, March fifth. Yeah, March fifth. 
But yeah, it's on March 6th. Uh, Wednesday, March 6th. Oh, yeah, so yeah, Kroll shows on uh, Wednesdays. Uh, March 6th is the last episode at 10:30, and I believe Hulu is now starting to like release the older episodes from season one now, like with that delay, um, and then and then it's on. You know, you can go to my website nickkroll.com or cool. Kroll Show Tumblr. Buy it on iTunes. Give him some money. Buy it on iTunes. Do it. There you Please. go. All right. Uh, good to see you, man. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Congratulations on everything. I appreciate. I'm excited it. the leads going. The leagues going back. All that. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all. It's all very cool stuff. Enjoy your cum burrito. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Nick made it. <laughs> I'll eat it then. Now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity, a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.